What could you do if your data was working for you and not against you? With Bloomberg delivering enterprise data directly to your systems, you get easy access to the details you want, optimized for higher level analysis, and financial data experts committed to helping you maximize your every move. Our data is made for more, so you can show the world what you're made of. Visit Bloomberg.com slash enterprise data to learn more. Broadcasting live to New York, Bloomberg 1130, to Washington, D.C., Bloomberg 991, to Boston, Bloomberg 1200, to San Francisco, Bloomberg 960, to the country, Sirius XM Channel 119, and around the globe, the Bloomberg Radio Plus app and Bloomberg.com. This is Taking Stock. I'm Kathleen Hayes, along with Pam Fox. Markets around not just the United States, but around the world remain more riveted than ever on the race for the White House in the United States. Big news today as a New York representative becomes the first Republican member of Congress to back Democratic presidential nominee Hillary Clinton, citing his discomfort with GOP standard bearer Donald Trump. We're going to be speaking to our own Mark Halperin, host of Bloomberg Televisions, with all due respect. And right now, let's go to Catherine Cowdery in the Bloomberg Newsroom for Bloomberg Business Flash. Thank you, Pim. And Bloomberg Taking Sonic is brought to you by National Realty, providers of 100% satisfaction guaranteed New York City realty investments. See them at nria.net. The stock market is headed for its worst day since the sell-off following Britain's vote to leave the European Union. Retailers are posting their steepest losses in five weeks after sluggish income growth in June meant consumers had to tap into savings to maintain their pace of spending. Kohl's and Macy's are down at least 5.4%. We check the markets every 50 minutes throughout the trading day on Bloomberg Radio. Dow Industrial Average is down 100 points. That's a loss of half a percent, trading at 18,304. S&P 500 down 14.5 points, two-thirds of a percent at 2,156. The Nasdaq down 44 points, seven-eighths of a percent, trading at 5,139. West Texas Intermediate Crude Oil down 50 cents a barrel, 1.3% to 39.55. Spot Gold up $12.70 a ounce to 1372.30. Ten-year Treasury down 4.30 seconds with a yield of 1.53%. Among today's top business stories, most automakers reported U.S. light vehicle sales that fell short of analyst estimates for July. Bloomberg Auto Editor Jamie Butter says there are signs that low gasoline prices are affecting consumers' choices. We're still seeing uh, a strong bias toward pickups and SUVs. Uh, while we did have some surprises like Ford SUVs being down uh, this month, you know, cars are still down uh, much, much worse, much more. Ford's cars were down 9%, you know, while their SUVs were down almost 6 So it's still a, still a rough market for cars. And now let's get an update to some of the other stories we're following at Bloomberg today. Thank you, Catherine. From the Bloomberg Newsroom, I'm Jill Schneider. This news update is brought to you by Blue Jeans Enterprise Video Cloud. See faces, emotions, energy, see the people. Your team's video from any device. Start a free 30-day trial at BlueJeans.com and click the radio mic. Blue Jeans, work smarter, connect better. New York's top cop is stepping down. Police Commissioner Bill Bratton announced his resignation today. He will stay on the job until next month. President Obama today said Donald Trump is unfit to serve as president. The president pointed out many Republicans are distancing themselves from statements Trump is making. What does this say about your party, that this is your standard bearer? 
Trump responded by accusing the president of failed leadership. He also said Mr. Obama and Hillary Clinton have destabilized the Middle East while sending the nation's best jobs overseas. Attorneys for the man charged in the June 2015 killings of nine black parishioners at a Charleston, South Carolina church are challenging the death penalty in the federal case. Lawyers for Dylan Ruff say the law is unconstitutional. If it is taken off the table, Ruff will plead guilty and spend the rest of his life in prison. They're picking up the pieces in Ellicott City, Maryland, after devastating flooding. Two people were killed, homes were destroyed, and hundreds of cars were swept away. This business owner is worried about the future. I know it's going to take some time, and that's something as a, as a store owner. Uh, I don't know if I have that kind of time. City officials say rebuilding could cost hundreds of millions of dollars and take many years. Global News, 24 hours a day, powered by more than 2,600 journalists and analysts in more than 120 countries. I'm Jill Schneider. This is Bloomberg. Catherine? Thank you. And now let's get a quick update of the benchmarks. Dow Industrial Average down 100 points at 18,304. S&P 500 down 14 points at 2,156. NASDAQ down 44 points at 5,140. And that's the Bloomberg Business Flash. You're listening to Taking Stock with Pim Fox and Kathleen Hayes on Bloomberg Radio. Donald Trump's swipe at the heartbroken parents of a Muslim-American war hero killed in Iraq has certainly been dominating the headlines the last few days, but perhaps not in the way Mr. Trump would have liked. Uh, we can see clear signs now that some Republicans in Congress are distancing themselves from Donald Trump as New York Representative Richard Hanna became the first uh, Republican member of Congress to officially back presidential Democratic presidential nominee Hillary Clinton, saying... Uh, Mr. Trump, he is unfit to serve our party and cannot lead this country. Well, a man who has been tracking this very closely day in and day out, Mark Halpern is with us, host of With All Due Respect, which you can see weeknights at 5 p.m. on Bloomberg TV, and you can also catch it on Bloomberg 99.1 in Washington, D.C. Mark, welcome back. Great to be here. Great to have you in studio. You're so rarely here, my friend. Well, I'm wearing shorts and sandals. <laughs> oh, there you Spirit go. of the season. Well, I'm, anyway, <laughs> Philadelphia was hot, so I'm sure you needed some shorts and sandals when you were covering the Democratic Convention. Uh, Donald Trump, and let's start with the con- controversy. Uh, where do we stand? It's uh, his, his, Some of his most ardent supporters don't seem to be phased. Well, he hasn't talked about it on his own the last couple of days. Uh, when he's dealt with the media, the media is still asking about it. The cons have not, as far as I know, done any press today. But you still have people reacting. Chris Christie, who's been one of Trump's biggest backers, came out today and, while not directly repudiating Trump explicitly, um, made it clear that he wouldn't have talked about the cons the way Trump did. So you still have, I think, a fair amount of interest uh, in the media in getting Republicans to react, particularly on camera. And you still haven't had Trump give the kind of full-throated apology explanation that a lot of people want to have. So it's not dominating the way it did uh, yesterday, but it's certainly still a big story out there that has other shoes to drop on. Mark, uh, talking about other shoes to drop on, I wonder if you could characterize the inner workings of the Trump campaign, who's left, who got fired, who's running it, and what you expect to happen. Well, some relatively middle-level, I would say, officials, uh, not particularly well-known folks, were let go, we're told. Um, This campaign still has a lot of growing to do. But most Republicans uh, believe two things, inside and outside the campaign. One is that 
whether the campaign gets twice as large or three times as large as as it as it is now, it's never going to be nearly the size of the Clinton operation. And if Trump has a chance to win, it's going to have to be in an unorthodox way. And the other is the problems that the Trump campaign has has now has now is the problems are big, but the candidate is the biggest problem. And until the candidate delivers a more consistent message, more about Hillary Clinton's problems and the economy, less about picking fights with Gold Star families, it doesn't really matter who's working for the campaign or who's not. And, of course, uh, the poll, uh, I think it, it came out maybe even during uh, your show last night, Mark, that uh, the uh, latest what CNN poll showed that Hillary Clinton has a nine-point lead now over Donald Trump. We can certainly say post-convention bounce, but we might also say post-con controversy bounce. You just said if Donald Trump apologizes, uh, any indications from inside the campaign that he, as he looks into the final three months of the campaign and thinks, what can I do? Got to step up. I've got to maybe make an apology because that's one of the things that seemed to help him earlier in the campaign when he said things and didn't back down. This may be different. Everyone I've talked to who's in touch with him says he's got no interest in apologizing. He feels like he was attacked. And remember, during the nomination season, he said, I'm a counterpuncher. I don't go negative unless I'm attacked. There's no doubt from a just chronological point of view that the cons initiated this, but continue to search my memory banks for all the campaigns I've covered for anything like this, for anything like a candidate pursuing, extending, inflaming a conflict with a Gold Star family. It was just a, such sympathy and where almost no one in his party is even half-heartedly defending what he said. Mark, uh, turn your attention now to Senate races because uh, we've got swing states and also the Senate is going to be up for grabs. Is Bernie Sanders going to come out and stump for Democratic senators looking to uh, go to Washington? He is, and his capacity to turn out younger voters, I think, will be very welcome, uh, particularly take a place like New Hampshire, where there's a very competitive Senate race of Republican incumbent Kelly Ayotte against the governor, Maggie Hassan. The western part of the state, the coastal part of the state, has lots of young people, the two big college towns. And so I think you'll see him uh, very much in demand to come in to raise money to the extent he's willing to do that. He's been kind of hesitant to say he'll help Hillary Clinton raise money, but if he was willing to help a Senate candidate, that would be a big lift, as well as campaigning, particularly, again, in places like more liberal areas and college towns. Tonight, with all due respect, who are we going to see and hear? Uh, two of the best political analysts in America, John Dickerson of CBS News, got a new book out. He'll join us, Dan Balls of the Washington Post, as well as our pollster, pollster Ann Seltzer. There's a, a lot of polling out this week, and all of it has shown pretty much the same thing. Uh, Hillary Clinton enjoying a bounce and a lead now. We're going to break down below the number of the, the margin of the lead, five to seven points. Where did, the, where did she improve? How did she pick up more voters? Thank you very much, Mark Halpern. He is the co-host of With All Due Respect, co-managing editor of Bloomberg Politics. Weeknights, 5 p.m. on Bloomberg Television and Bloomberg 99.1 in Washington, D.C. This is Taking Stock. I'm Pim Fox. My co-host, Kathleen Hayes. This is Bloomberg. Japan's government bond market is suffering its worst route since 2013. Disappointment over the Bank of Japan last week and more. Is this a time to look at Japanese equities? We're going to find out. Collaborate for a greener future at the Bloomberg Green Festival, a groundbreaking celebration of the thinkers, doers, and innovators leading the way. From design and culture to technology, science, and entertainment. 
Hear from inspirational speakers and immerse yourself in climate solutions, July 10th through 13th in Seattle. Title sponsor, Amazon. Official airline, Alaska Airlines. Get 20% off using promo code RADIO20 at BloombergLive.com slash Green Festival.